Welcome to Coffee 82, a podcast about left-leaning politics and some Christianity. Election Day is November 3rd, so make sure you have a plan and a ride. Um, Ask your boss for if you can come in late, um, what have you. Make a plan to vote. If you haven't uh, received your ballot by mail, which you already should have, um, you should ask and see where it is. Uh, I returned my ballot last week. Um, I vote by mail every chance I get. Um, And, you know, I feel like it's part of our civic duty to vote, to be informed and to vote for the change that we want to see in communities. People don't realize that voting is not just about the president. I mean, that's obviously important, but there's also city council, mayors, judges, and other elected officials that have an impact on your life. And a lot of times, the younger people especially don't vote. About 30%, I believe, Votes, and I'll link that in the description box. About 30% of the youth votes, and not even 50% of the population of registered voters uh, vote. Um, again, I'll leave that information in the description box. But the change that you want in your local communities can also happen on election day. And The prosecutors, the sheriffs, the police chiefs, all of these people answer come election time. And if you want progress in your communities, you should vote for people who are going to give you that change that you're looking for. For example, district attorneys. There's some district attorneys around the country that people are pushing for and voting for that are uh, decriminalizing, say, marijuana or expunging the record of uh, personal use, uh, you know, uh, drug convictions, minor drug convictions, and um, or dropping cases of, uh, you know, low-level personal use possession, um, crimes, which is a good thing. And the people will be answerable to you, the prosecutors, the sheriffs. They play to their constituency, and the people they know that vote most often are older folks. And because of that, why do they care about what you have to say, the younger people or whatnot? Because you don't vote. If you vote, then they are more apt to listen to you, to, to, to people who vote in, say, large numbers. Um, and so that's very important to, to be engaged and vote for what you want for your communities. Now... On November 10th, November 3rd is the election, so remember, November 10th is 
the date of a hearing that goes before the Supreme Court about the legality of the individual mandate and whether that in and of itself is a tax or um, not. And the goal is in doing this is to say, for example, if they say that the individual mandate is unconstitutional, then the law itself might be invalidated or in ruled unconstitutional in its entirety. So that's on November 10th, and they're ramming through the Republicans majority Senate is ramming through this nominee, um, Amy Coney Barrett, to help destroy the Affordable Care Act. Now, there's many Trump supporters who, let's face it, they are low income. They might be on assistance, which, you know, I'm... The point is, if they take that away, pre-existing conditions are not covered no matter what Trump says. He may think he can say they're covered, but it's in the law. A lot of people think Obamacare is just the Medicaid expansion. They simply ask, oh, are you on Obamacare to people? It's like, no, Obamacare is the law. It's baked in to your protections into the policies that you have. For example, you there are no lifetime caps. You are able to stay on your parents' insurance until you're 26. You are able to, um, you know, pre-existing conditions, they cannot re- deny you uh, coverage for, for pre-existing conditions, which is a major popular item in healthcare, that people want to protect people with pre-existing conditions, which is why Republicans are saying, no, oh no, man, we're not, we're not going to take away pre-existing conditions. It's just, um, yeah, we'll make a plan, a big and better, beautiful plan later down the road. They've had four years. They've had 10 years since Obamacare became law. And during that 10 years, they've voted to repeal it at least 50 times. But now they're out here on the campaign trail saying, oh, we want to protect people with pre-existing conditions. But they don't tell the voters that they voted to repeal the Affordable Care Act, offering nothing in its place. They have no plan. They have not presented any semblance of a plan except for an an executive order that states, well, we protect people with pre-existing conditions, but that's not a law. And that you cannot force insurance companies to do something. It has to be an act passed by Congress. During the debate last week, Donald Trump brought up the immigration um, situation that these cages were built under the Obama administration. Here's the part that they left out. During Obama's administration, there was an influx of unaccompanied minors coming to the border. 
meaning they did not have parents with them during that time period. So they needed a place to put these kids, and they they put them in these places. Now, Trump is confusing that with him deliberately separating parents because uh, during Trump administration, parents are bringing their children to the border and he's deliberately separating them. That's the difference. Unaccompanied minors with no parents is, you know, coming to the border through coyotes, through etc. And versus coming with their parents seeking asylum, seeking, you know, refuge or, or they have to make their claim in the court. But that's the difference. Now, Trump said that uh, Biden had called African-American super predator. There's zero evidence that he ever said that. But people are online saying that Biden said there is even an article stating as much that there is no evidence that Biden ever used that term. On the other hand, Trump called for the execution of five innocent boys of color for the Central Park, uh, known as the Central Park Five, uh, for this rape that happened there, that they were not guilty of. And Trump took out a full-page ad saying, bring back the cops, bring back the death penalty for these kids who were innocent. And when Trump, uh, and they were proven innocent by DNA evidence, um, the uh, other killer, the killer, or the rapist, rather, came forward and uh, his DNA matched. Now, Trump said when confronted with this information, do you have anything to say, uh, you know, about this? You took out an ad calling for their execution. Trump said, well, they probably did something anyway. They probably in the, you know, why were they in the park in the first place? They probably up to no good anyway. But Christians, conservative Christians call this guy a Christian. A guy who never repents, a guy who never says, you know what, I was wrong. I shouldn't have did that. You know, nope, not Trump. But every conservative, most conservatives, most conservative churches that I hear of support this man. And they wonder why people are leaving conservative spaces, conservative, especially younger people. They can see this guy for who he is. And they think that the adults, that the older generation who supports this man, are hypocrites. And they're not wrong. So, November 3rd. Make sure you vote. Make sure you vote up and down the ticket. Not just the president for, you know, Congress, Senate. If your senator is up for re-election, if your Congress person is up for re-election, your mayor, your, you know, city council, 
the prosecutors, if they're up for anybody who's up, it'll show you on your ballot. And you can vote for whoever you you want to. So, you know, also during the debate, debate uh, Trump said that he's done more for African-Americans than any president in history. Except, he says, except maybe Abraham Lincoln. Okay, let's just break this down. Trump was given an economy that, well, we got to back up further than that because Obama was handed an uh, an economy that was uh, in a recession, um, close to the Great Depression. The recession was melting jobs away and home ownership people were losing their homes their 401ks etc so bush handed obama a recession two wars that were on credit and he built an economy that had african american unemployment rate at the lowest it had been at Handed him an economy that he cut unemployment in half, at least for African-Americans. And Trump comes in and takes credit for everything. Because what happened is the unemployment rate just continued to fall. That's it. There was no magic. Trump did absolutely nothing. Nothing. It simply continued to fall. Now African-American unemployment rate is at higher than it was when Obama was president. So, and he talks about HBUs. Listen, that's not his money. That's taxpayer money that he's claiming you know, like he's so big and virtuous for, for sending this money to historically black colleges. And there's reports that that's not even the case. And I'll link that in the description box. Obama created, you know, Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, which covered so many African Americans who had not had insurance because of the expansion in Medicaid, which is part of the law, the expansion of Medicaid, which offers states federal funding to expand their state Medicaid programs. He also uh, created the Choice Act, the Veterans Choice Act, which helps veterans who cannot make it to their um, local VA, the nearest VA, uh, to be seen at their local doctors uh, basically contracted through the VA. So you are able to go to the doctor and be seen locally if you cannot make it. That helps so many people, so many people of color. And um, he increased Pell Grants. He created My Brother's Keeper. He did a lot of things, but set aside even Obama. Trump thinks he's done more than Lyndon Bain Johnson, who created 
They were passed the Civil Rights Act, the Voting Rights Act, the Fair Housing Act. I mean, you can't make this stuff up, but there's people out there who repeat Trump's garbage. And that's what it is. Garbage. God bless.